So, uh, Will Levis for Heisman? Yep. Thompson Robinson pulls it this time. with some confusion, just keeps it, and there, he's still going, rising, breaks free, and goes all the way to the end zone, wow! Haskins with lots of room, Haskins up and over, still going inside the 30, and tripped up from behind by Nick Henrich. Welcome back to uh, Loudmouth College Football, where we now move on to team number 18 and the NCAA.com way too early top 25 rankings. The Kentucky Wildcats are on the clock, and this is a team that was pretty solid last year, honestly. They uh, finished their season 10-3 and with a win over Iowa in the Citrus Bowl, which we talked about Iowa yesterday. Yep. But this Kentucky team was really good. They were very streaky as well. They started off 6-0 and before losing three straight to Georgia, Mississippi State, and Tennessee before getting back on track and winning their final four games. Honestly, I think this Kentucky team is still pretty good. I think they're still right around that 8-10 to 10 win range. And they honestly they don't lose a lot either. I mean, they, they bring back Will Levis, and I don't know <clears> – <throat> I don't know where this Will Levis for Heisman hype is coming from. That's been the only thing I've heard any Kentucky fans talking about um, in that time. But another thing is, you know, you, uh, you know, you he is good and he's he's going to perform. He's going to produce. I think this year, maybe if he cuts down the interception numbers, maybe they win more than what they did last year. But. Other than that, I think I think they have a solid team coming back. I'm really looking forward to seeing them hit the field. Yeah, this is a solid Kentucky team. I made the uh, at least on TikTok. I know I did. Um, I made the argument, or I, I said that I thought this Kentucky team could be second in the SEC East again this year. I, I'm that high on this this Kentucky team and what they bring back. And you know, when you look at all the returning playmakers that they do bring back, it's it's tough to see a whole lot of teams that will will you know be able to to compete with them and take them down in my opinion at least i'm i'm really high on this kentucky team yeah i agree yeah. with you I, I think they're a solid team the the one thing last year i just talked about the turnovers offensively they weren't forcing turnovers offensively they were forcing a turnover a game while turning the ball over twice per game they were basically their turnover differential was, was minus 1 all season long um and i think they're good enough to get the job done. They're good enough to win these games. If they can take care of the ball just a little bit better, that's not saying they were bad at, at taking care of the ball, but in those losses, I think we, we saw a lot of issues with it. Yeah. If they can if they can fix those issues, they'll they'll return. They return Cavassier's smoke at running back. Um <clears throat> trying to see. I don't believe Chris Rodriguez, I thought, is coming back. I, I see him down here now too. Mm-hmm. So they have their top yeah, two running backs back. returning. They keep Will Levis, of course, a quarterback. And I think this is a team that, that again, is just is very well put together. And I think Mike Stoops has has a lot going for him over there in, uh, in Lexington. Yeah, that's very fair. Um, I definitely do 
uh, expect Kentucky to at least be a solid team. Um, I actually have them sitting at third in the um, SEC East, but I imagine they'll be competitive in every game. Sorry, you may see three of us distracted. We're also keeping an eye on trade deadline. No center guard to the Phillies. Yeah. I don't know how long ago that was done, but interesting. Uh, it was, I think, about 20 minutes ago. I just I heard it about 5.50. I think you were still out yeah. trying to get some food. Very possible. Very possible. Yeah. But either way, I'm high on this team. And, Colin, you haven't said much. What are your thoughts on this team going into the season? Well... You look at this roster, and you do know that they will first off have pretty solid defense. I mean, uh, under Mark Stoops, they've really had solid defense every year. My biggest thing is is I don't really see that playmaker, that Wandale Robinson, that Lynn Bowden that you had um, in, in past years with Kentucky when they had success, you know, last year in 2019. So the real question is, Who's going to be able to step up, if anybody, to go ahead and be that lead wide receiver and that big target for Will Levis? And is Will Levis going to live up to the hype? I mean, I don't know. Just like you, I don't know where this Heisman hype came from, but he's going to have to live up to it, in my opinion, for Kentucky to be as good as what you guys think they'll be. They'll be able to run the ball. But can they be balanced? We haven't seen a balanced Kentucky team in quite some time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but I, I think they're in a, they're in a weird year, spot right now, in my last, opinion. Last year, they weren't that unbalanced. I mean, Will Levis threw for 2,800 yards, and the team as a whole ran for just shy of 2,600. I mean, when you add in a couple of completions from a backup quarterback you get over 2900 yards passing as a team but that's you know that's not too discernible of a difference you know a couple more passing yards per game than than rushing yards it's it seemed like a pretty balanced attack last year and with levis coming back that could be the demo this year bj i am sorry this is not 2003 this is 2022 that we are talking about. And when you are talking about modern college football, you are talking about teams throwing for about 3,500 yards and rushing for 2,000. This offense is not prolific enough is kind of what I'm saying. They don't have the wide receiver targets. They don't have the names out there. And Will Levis hasn't lit up enough. I mean, you're talking. Uh, he may have cut His out. Service must think it's ridiculous too. Um, <laughs> I agree though. They don't have they don't have proven guys at receiver. They don't. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that part because yeah. Wondell Robinson and Josh Ali are gone. They are no yeah. longer a part of the the team anymore. And, and those were their two leading receivers last year. Right. Right. And and not by a little margin either. Like thirteen hundred yards, yards. Yeah. and six hundred yards, and then you drop all the way down to one ninety five before you find your next guy. I understand that. They do need somebody to find and step up at receiver. They have to find somebody that steps up, or else it is going to be tough for them because you, you they will get stopped. Christopher Rodriguez, I think, is a very good running back, but he's going to get stopped. Cavassier Smoke, a good running back, he's going to get stopped too. It's yeah. not like 
like like you said, I mean, this is not, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust football. It's not going to work no. in the SEC. No. But I think they find somebody. I think they do have a chance to find some guys to uh, really kind of put them in a, in a better spot this year. Um, I don't know if I if I trust that they're going to be that team. You know, I don't think they're they're that team to go out there and win all these games. But you know, it's it's possible, and and I could see it happening. It just kind yeah. of kind of depends on what your thoughts are of this team. So yeah. That's kind of where I'm where I'm sitting around with them right now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, let's go ahead and, and look at Kentucky as a whole right now. Uh, once I find them here, I mean, I have them. Well, once I took a second look just a minute ago and, and, and looked at this team, I, I have dropped them a little bit. They're no longer near what I had them at uh, in terms of, of record this year. But we're going to talk about it. So, with all that being said, Colin's back. Colin, do you want to finish your point? You you got stopped in the middle of your uh, rant about no no receivers. It was about where you got stopped. Yeah, I mean, what basically all I was saying was just kind of like if they ran the ball more times than they threw the ball, and that's fine. But when you're going to do that, you got to find the big play in the past game and you somewhat had it with Wandale Robinson, but it didn't happen often enough. And that man, Wandale Robinson is not coming back. And again, I just don't look at this wide receiver core and I don't look at a guy like Lynn Bowden, who we knew was going to come in and be able to do it all or Wandale Robinson, who basically did it all in Nebraska. And he was a similar type of player. You're not getting that this year. And Kentucky didn't hit the transfer portal impressively enough for me to really think that this offense is going to be anything special. So that's a little bit of a preview of what I think of Kentucky this upcoming year. I think they're going to be very limited. They did bring in Tavian Robinson from Virginia Tech. I think he has the potential. I'm not saying he He's will be, but he has the potential to be the guy that, that could step up. I'm not saying he will. I just think he has the potential. The senior coming in. I think is is going to be probably one of their top targets at least early on in the season. All right. Well, with all that, I'm going to pull the screen up here. We do have one win on the board already. When we get started, you'll notice that we all have wins over Youngstown State. Pretty obvious as to why, but I just yeah. figured I'd throw it out there that it is there. Yeah. Uh, so we start off with Miami, Ohio. No need to even go into this one. I think it's a, I think it's a win. Yeah, it's a win. It's a win. One of the better teams in the MAC. It's going to be a win, but again, just kind of expect this one to be a little bit closer than the experts think. On the road against Florida. Now, I'm banking on a couple factors for this game. One, no Anthony Richardson. Now, we don't know. We haven't heard anything, and it may, may not be anything. Yeah. But I'm giving Kentucky a win here. Who's next? I don't care. Anybody. Colin. I'm going to give Kentucky the win here, too. Uh, When I did my Florida predictions, I had them losing starting off 0-2. And even though I'm higher on Florida than some other people in this group. um, (laughs) um, 
<laughs> That's the thing that we like. I've heard the we... most. I, I will say something. I have heard. Ha, I have had some conversations in my comment section on TikTok with some very, very chill people. Some people who are actually very, very not. I, w- I don't know about knowledgeable. I can't say that based off of the very little interaction I've had. But I could say some people who are very realistic with their teams. Mm-hmm. And then I met Florida fans, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they're sitting here <laughs> trying to tell me that Florida's a ten-win team. Oh, no, well, you're not. Gosh. Iowa. I will yeah. Say this. Somebody. Okay, listen. Now I know when your name is Iowa Hawkeye fan, you're trolling me. <laughs> Eleven and one, really, dude? Come on now. <laughs> Figure it out, man. But yeah, I, I've you. never seen such blast. Hey, Damon, is that you? And I never even expected it from Iowa fans. Now Florida fans, I expected to be bad. I know they're bad. Yeah. I actually expected Miami to be even worse, and they were actually pretty reasonable well, with my yeah. prediction. Well, Miami, Miami is actually not that bad. They're just. They're just wanting at this point. They've accepted that they are not the you right now, and they're just hoping they can get back there someday. Yeah, they're but, pretty understanding. Of my I, I will say, like, Florida's ceiling is ten and two, in my opinion. But do you I think, think they they're get there? we already went over this? But do you think they get there? No, I don't. Okay. But I, I, <laughs> I'm just I'm saying, saying, I think their ceiling is ten and two. I, yeah, I could agree with that. I mean, I could easily, like I said the other day, I could easily agree with your prediction of them, and we're going to talk about them later when we get to the, the SEC. SEC. Yeah. But I can easily see your way. I can see my way. I went with the lower end of of, of my way, but I mean, it, they're not they're yeah. not a bad team. That's uh, people are like, well, how do you have them going five and seven? But it's a beating tough schedule. A&M, but beating a And M, and I'm like, well, you know, they're not a bad team. I think I think they're going to show glimpses of greatness and what they're going to become under Billy Napier. Yeah, but I don't think year one is the year that it happens yet. I think they take a year to get a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Retool, like acclimated, you know, acclimated, with yeah. everything, and then they're back at it in 2023. I don't think that's an unreasonable expectation. No, I don't think it is either. But anyway, uh, back to Kentucky. This is Kentucky here. Yeah. Anyway, um, even if Anthony Richardson plays, I think Kentucky gets the victory. But I, don't, I'm kind of I like agree, with yeah. you. I think you, right there with you, Tyler. I'm, I'm not sure he will play in this game. And even if he does, I think it's it's that tough of a schedule for Florida to start off that they won't win at home against right. Kentucky. Yeah, win or lose, uh, starting off against Utah is just going to make this double hard. Because mm-hmm. you, we one mm-hmm. thing we know about Kyle Whittingham, they're very well coached, and they are pretty physical when you're talking about Kyle Whittingham's teams. Yeah. So – this game is going to be a very tough game to win. Honestly, Florida might be the better team come year end if, you know, they end up being like I think they could. But week two right after Utah, no, that's yeah. just not yeah. the case. Yeah, that's yeah. a couple of things with, yeah, with I have other a, teams too. I have a Kentucky win as well. All right. 3-0, they face NIU. Uh, I believe they still have Rocky Lombardi, if I'm not mistaken, but it doesn't matter. I'm still giving a win for Kentucky. Yep, a win for Kentucky here. I think NIU kind of takes a little bit of a step backwards from last year's MAC championship performance. and They are not going to beat this Power 5 team this season just like they beat Georgia Tech last year. Yeah, I've got a win for Kentucky. I think NIU does take a step back. We talked about them in the MAC preview. I think they'll be, you know, not necessarily too far off from where they were, but I, I don't have them winning at Kroger Field, which should still be Commonwealth, by the way. 
corporate sponsors be damned. They yeah. alone. It's not even as bad as Walmart. That's true. I, I just mean just the fact that it's named that way. <laughs> All right, anyways, kidding, I don't care. Um, <laughs> anyways, I have, I, I have Kentucky winning this game over Northern as well. All right. They go on the road to Vaughn Hemingway Stadium in Oxford, and they're going to take their first loss of the season. I'm really, really starting to buy a little bit more into Jackson Dart and this Ole Miss team. I don't know how far bought in I am yet. I'm still really kind of trying to evaluate them. They're one of the teams I'm really confused on. But I think they're going to get the win here. I think this is a good enough team at home in Oxford. Again, this is probably going to be a very, a very um, hyped-up game coming into this week, two undefeated teams to a – a physical Kentucky team. Um, I, I think it's going to be a fun one to watch, but give me the Rebels. Yeah, an experienced wide receiver core. Jalen Robinson tra- transfers in from UCF. You also got Jonathan Mingo back. You got Dennis Jackson back and Michael Trigg. Uh, Luca Holtmeyer actually might be the starter, though. So let's not say Jackson Dart for sure. I'm hearing great things about him. Uh, you're also talking about an underrated transfer with Ulysses Bentley coming in mm-hmm. to pair with Zach Evan and also Kentra yeah. Bullock, who's been in the system. This offense is going to be amazing. <clears throat> the question is always going to be about this defense. This is not the Ole Miss preview. All I'm going to say is I'm pretty high on Ole Miss, and I'm a lot higher on five teams in the SEC West. Give me Ole Miss. I've got Ole Misses in this game as well. I, I think just for the reasons that Colin mentioned, all the talent that they bring in, Jackson Dar, as you mentioned, Tyler, and then the, the running back pair that they've got, Ulysses Bentley and Zach Evans. I mean, you talk about rating the DFW Metroplex for the two best running backs from TCU and SMU. This is going to be a really good Ole Miss team that's got a lot of potential to beat some of those top teams in the SEC West, and I think they will win against Kentucky. Yeah. I have Ole Miss winning as well. Um, I really like that Ole Miss offense. And I imagine their defense um, will be able to get some stops. Um, I know that they brought in DJ Durkin as defensive coordinator. Uh, he's been oh, there. Oh, he's been there? Been there. Um, yeah, this is, I think okay. it's his second or third year there. I, I, I hear think what, it might be his second. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Either way, that's a good hire for modern football defenses um and i i do like old miss well say he wasn't too bad when he was at michigan he was solid for maryland before the issues there and i mean i think yeah. he's he's gonna do a good job it's gonna take some time to get old miss if i'm like in in position to, to play that defense but they'll be they'll be all right i think they'll be fine mm-hmm. anyways they welcome south carolina to follow this game into kroger field I'm giving them a second loss in a row here. I think South Carolina is going to be able to win, and simply because of not only is South Carolina able to play a solid game on defense, but their offense is a lot more dynamic than what we just talked about with Kentucky. Give me give me Carolina winning this game. Not so fast, my friend. I think the atmosphere is going to be pretty awesome at, in uh, Kroger Field uh, for, for that game. Do we have a time for that game yet? No. Uh, Nope, no, we won't have one so. probably until October. September 24th, yeah. <clears throat> it would surprise me if that's a night game. I, I think a lot it of – it could be that 7 o'clock game. I just have to see the rest, of the, yeah. the rest of the slate. But 
I mean, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. You're talking about a South Carolina team that I think is going to be pretty solid at their peak. But the question is, can they do it week in, week out? They have a very tough schedule this year. They have to go on the road to Kentucky. Kentucky is a pretty good team for as much shit as I talked about them. I'm going with the Wildcats in this game to beat South Carolina. I'm right there with Colin. I think being at home is going to be the difference for Kentucky. I do see South Carolina getting better and better as the season goes along. And by this point, they'll probably have it almost figured out. But I think it's just going to be a similar game to the way the Florida game was at Kentucky last year. It's going to be a raucous. I think that Kentucky's defense may, you know, actually get a couple of turnovers and and actually win the turnover differential. And I've got the Wildcats winning this one, but I won't be surprised if this is like a three-point game if not, like, you know, within one possession for sure. I know it went away. Oh, it didn't go away. Thank goodness. Okay. Cam. Yeah, I have um, I have South Carolina winning as well. Um, I really like – I think this is the first time we've had more than two people on either side of one. This is the yeah. first time we've been split down the middle yeah. on yeah. any prediction this season. Just want to say that. Yeah. Could be, yeah. could be, but but yeah, I like what South Carolina returns, and I feel like they're definitely going to take a step forward this year. Um, now that Beamer's had a year to really install his program, like I I really like this South Carolina. Yeah. All right, we move on. They welcome Mississippi State homecoming night in Lexington. Give me a win, uh, just as you guys talked right here. I think this is going to be that night game. I think this is going to be that night game where they throw anybody off. Mississippi State's a team. They're going to be on the road. Um, I like Will Rogers. I like what Mississippi State brings to the table. I've been back and forth on this game. Right now I'm going with the win for Kentucky. This was one of their losses last year, and it happened in quite a controlling fashion as well. Uh, I think it'll be the same type of control. This Mississippi State defense is going to be pretty solid. I think maybe you're going to find this situation with it being at Kentucky where turnovers might be a factor, something weird might happen. So I think this will be a closer game than last year, but I think Mississippi State all in all is a better team, and I'm going with Mississippi State to win this game. Not so fast, my friend. I'm right there with, with Tyler. Um, I think that Mississippi State is definitely going to be a good team. I just think that you look at their schedule, I think this is coming right off of what could potentially be, and I don't want to give too much away because that kind of just ruins where we're going to be going here. But I believe this is the week after they get a real big-time home game with Arkansas who could be coming in riding high. That, that could be a real emotional, big-time atmosphere for Mississippi State. And this is the prime spot for a letdown in their schedule. And I think Kentucky takes advantage of it, especially if 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 uh, Tyler and, and Cam are right, and this is their second straight loss. I think they'll need to capitalize and get a victory in this spot. I have them winning both games at home, uh, but this one is definitely going to be a lot closer than it was last year. And I think that that will also be you know beneficial for Kentucky that they're in this spot where they can get a little you know motivation from how badly they got beat down last year. Yeah, I I'm right there with BJ and Tyler. Like I, I think that this will be a really good game, probably. Um, but I, 
I just think that on the road, this is a completely different game. Kentucky's going to be able to force turnovers more easily. They're going to be able to control the clock a little bit more um, with the crowd behind them. And so I have Kentucky winning this game. Yeah. Uh, well, then we move on. They go. They get a bye week before they go on the road to Neyland Stadium, and I think they're going to take their third loss in four games. They're going to drop one to Tennessee here. Colin's still here. You want to go next, BJ? Well, I guess I will. I, I don't know. What you I, I was waiting. I was waiting for him because I thought he was uh, going to speak, but he must have lost connection again. I'm going to disagree. I've, I've talked about, we talked about Tennessee and I, like I said, I think Kentucky, you know, they, they have always struggled with Tennessee, but I think Tennessee will also be in this tough part of their schedule and they'll be reeling. And I think this is a prime time for Kentucky to, to do something they don't often get to do. And that's beat Tennessee, especially at Neyland. They did win in, in 2020 there, but I, I can't tell you, you know, I think we've talked about it in the Tennessee preview that the last time, they won back-to-back games at Neyland was the 60s. I think that changes this year. I've got Kentucky going on and beating Tennessee. Yeah, I now, can't remember what I said in the actual previews that we did. Uh, there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go look because maybe yeah. my mind changed there a little bit. I could be wrong, but I think you I think you had that as a loss, but it. Could I think I had it as a win for Tennessee. I'm gonna double check. Uh, let me yeah. just look it up. Colin, what do you think about this Tennessee Kentucky <clears throat> game? Um, see, was I there for the Tennessee video? You were, and you had Tennessee winning. Yeah, okay. and I have Tennessee winning this game as well. As did I, by um, the way. I was looking for my predictions. I did have Tennessee. I thought I thought you did. I was the only one I think that disagreed. Yeah, I had Tennessee going what seven and five on the year. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weren't too far off from each other. Yeah, so we were kind of that same part. I do have, um, anyway, yeah, I do have Tennessee winning this game. I think revenge is going to be on the mind of Kentucky, but again, it was just one of those things where Tennessee has Kentucky's number. It's been a while, and Tennessee was able to name the score last year against Kentucky. I have no reason to think it should be any different. I think this game is going to be a little bit more of a stretch than it was last year, as it was a three-point game, I believe, last year. Yeah, I think I think simply just this game being at Neyland Stadium, if we were talking about this game being in Commonwealth Stadium in, in Lexington, I think we're talking about a totally different type of ball game. But uh, not, not this year. Just, again, I got – Tennessee winning. Cam, who do you got? Yeah, I too have Tennessee winning. I think that they're I think Tennessee is able to get that offense really going at home and they'll be able to just be able to wear down the Kentucky defense with how quickly they're going to go. And so I have Tennessee. All right. They go on the road to Columbia, Missouri to take on the Tigers, and I, I'm not high on them. I'm giving Kentucky a win. And as a matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and skip ahead and give them a win over Vanderbilt, too. Yeah, you can give them a win over Vanderbilt for me as well. Um, but 
an L against Missouri on the road. I basically think that A, when you look at how everything is going to play, that's going to be a demoralized Kentucky team. Vandy is going to be something that heals them, of course, the following week. But I had to pick a team in a big, a, a little bit bigger of a spotlight. I don't think clearly, I don't think Kentucky is going to be as highly rated, but a little bit bigger of a spotlight where people are going to start talking about it. Luther Burden's going to absolutely go off against this Kentucky team. Uh, a buck 50 receiving for the true freshman wide receiver, Brady Cook's going to have a big day. I think Missouri is going to be able to score 30 plus points en route to a victory at home. Big shocker right there. Yeah, it is a big shocker because I'm not high on Missouri or Vanderbilt. Go ahead and put I'm not down high on Mizzou either. Yeah, and I, I just well, I don't I don't see Missouri pulling off that win. Um, they might get they might get somebody, but I just I don't know. I'm I'm higher on ten, on Kentucky than than I know you guys are, as we clearly established here. But I just I don't see Missouri being able to you know, shut down Kentucky, and I don't think they they outscore them either. You okay over there, Tyler? Yeah, it's the COVID. Um, no, I just realized that you had only one loss at this point. I do. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Cam. Yeah, I have I have both those down as Kentucky wins as well. Like I like what Elia Drinkwitz is doing in there in Columbia, but the fake Columbia. <laughs> you got to be patient there. They're they're still they've still got they've still got a distance to go. Like they're that's that's one tough rebuild there. And Vandy is just Vandy. So moving on. All right, they're gonna play Georgia at home. No, I'm sorry, it's not happening. Uh, Georgia is probably gonna be just as just as capable as they were last year. They lost a lot, but I think they'll be able to kind of retool a little bit and, and be right there in the in the wings of what they what they did the last couple of years. So uh give me give me Georgia in this game. I guess I'll go. Um I've got Georgia as well. This is where Kentucky takes the second loss. It was close last year at Sanford, probably a little bit closer than a lot of the you know national experts expected it to be. We talked about it and we said that the Kentucky team could hang around. I, I think it'll be close, especially in Lexington this year. I just, this is where I see Kentucky taking a second loss because I think this is a, a spot where Georgia might be coming off of a loss. We'll talk about the Bulldogs. I think Georgia would need this one and in, in a big way to bounce back potentially. And so I, I see them getting the win regardless of whether they've taken a loss the week before or not. I have this down as an uphill win as well. Um, I I do imagine that it wouldn't surprise me if it's close, but at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if Georgia just came out, beat some Wildcats yeah, up and down the field. Like BJ, I hate how you set that up. <laughs> I hate that. Uh-huh. You hear me? Yeah, we can yep. hear you. Okay, I'm going to go with a uh, loss as well here. BJ, jerk. I'm sorry. 
I see it. I could very easily see it. I mean, I know you and I have talked about Georgia's schedule. We'll we'll talk more about Georgia here in a few weeks before the season starts and in the SEC preview. But this is this is a prime. You know, this is like if Kentucky's as good as I see them being at this point in the year. Georgia the week before could even get caught looking ahead to this Kentucky game because they get back to back road games at that this point in the season, and I think that. It, even if Georgia stumbles or if they don't, I, I think that they have the talent to beat Kentucky regardless. I, I should have made that, I think, a better way of saying that. But I, I, I do see this. They could be way. looking ahead if Kentucky would be 8-1, and 9-1 range. It would be 9-1 and one going into the game, but 8-1. That's, and one that's what I have to be for them. So if you're right about that, then sure. And they're just playing lowly yeah. Vandy. Yeah, I'm talking about Georgia looking ahead, though. But, yeah, go ahead. Let's keep going. Yeah, so they get Louisville. Uh, I'm back and forth on this game, but I am going to give Kentucky the win. They're at home. I know they want this game. Um, and, yeah, close them out for me with eight and four. I'm high on this Louisville team, but I don't see them getting the win at Kroger Field. It's going to be a really good rivalry game, as they all always usually are. And, and this will be a close game, but I've got Kentucky making the stops when they need to make the stops of that high-powered Louisville offense. And I've got Kentucky finishing 10-2. and two. Like I said, really high on this team. Yeah, I, I too, have this down as a Kentucky win. It, I, I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, it's going to come down to the wire, like you guys were both saying. But I, 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 I just think that they're able to get it done at home. Call just in. to clarify, just to clarify, there, BJ. What I was saying was, Georgia would be looking ahead to Kentucky if they are as if Kentucky is as successful, and those players are going to know that Kentucky is playing Vandy. That's what yeah. I was saying. Okay. So I wasn't saying like Kentucky's going to look ahead and maybe get caught against Vandy. Yeah. I wasn't no, trying to imply yeah, that. That's okay. I, I thought you were saying that Georgia was playing Vandy and I, I misunderstood. It's all good. No. Uh, but with that being said, I think this game is going to be a hell of a lot closer than it was last year. If you guys remember correctly, yeah. that was one of the Will Levis hype games. It was one of the games where basically Kentucky scored half a hundred. More than yeah, that, it was like 62 to 23. Like that. Yeah. So yeah. it was an absolute bloodbath last year. And I don't expect it to be a whole lot different. I think they're going to be able to name the score again on Louisville. But the only thing is, is I believe Louisville's just a little bit more equipped this year to try to go toe to toe. It's just they, they're not going to be able to keep up. So I'm going to go with Kentucky to win this game. They go seven and five for me. But I don't know. We got a little yeah, bit of disagreement. Start. I think this might be the yeah. most disagreement we've had. I think so. I think too. so. I, think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and this is a team that, as we said, they have a ceiling. I mean, they could easily be where BJ says, especially if they find a receiver who they can they can look to or well, yeah. that Will Levis can look to early. Yeah. They, we know their defense is going to be good. We know they're going to be a strong team defensively. Yeah. But their offense, you know, they, they can do all they want at – you know, in the trenches, they're not going to be able to do it 
all game, every game. They're going to have to find a way to throw the ball. Yeah. Somebody's got to step up. I don't know who it's going to be, but somebody's got to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, as I was talking about with the disagreement here, if you guys want to, please tune in for tomorrow when we talk <laughs> about the Big 12 because I missed Oklahoma, and we got to talk about Oklahoma. And I'm sure, I am positive there will be discussion. There will be. If I'm not mistaken, we had arguments last year during the Big 12, but it was actually about Texas. Yes. And it was specifically me picking Arkansas to beat Texas that everybody yeah. got pissed. I didn't so, get pissed. I had to dip well, because I had well, to work. Jared well, was pissed. Jared, but... Jared was about to cry <laughs> over there. And then, and then, and then it happened. Not pleased. That, that nope, we had more argument on that than we did about the Ohio State Michigan, yep, or anything re- revolving we around it. We, we didn't have we didn't have any debate during Ohio State Michigan. You didn't believe it until it happened. Until what? the clock hit triple zeros, you didn't believe. <laughs> it. When we did the predictions, I did believe it. I was bought in. Preseason though, I I did, preseason I even you. said Ohio State though. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. I don't believe that you <laughs> truly believed it further than a fan. But I like messing with you, so. Man, this this will be fun. So anybody predicting uh, Kansas over fun. Texas at home this year? I guess <laughs> we can find out it. tomorrow. <laughs> well, no, we what a hell of a tease. Well, yeah, actually we can find out yeah. tomorrow because, because as a matter Texas of fact, is not, Texas is not a part of our top 25 previews. Are they yeah. actually not? This might, might no, be the only not. time that Texas isn't. No, they're not. You, so are, you are shitting yeah. on a stick and trying to serve it to me and call it chocolate. What? No, no. I'm Here, I'll tell you. No, no. dead serious. We have Arkansas, Houston, NC State, Michigan State, Pitt, Baylor, Oregon, Wake, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Clemson, Utah, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama. That r- r- rounds the top Texas 25. Texas A&M is number four? Yep. I can yes. see that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's interesting that Texas me, isn't there, but I want to give props to uh, whoever ended up NCAA. making this on NCAA.com because, of course, it wasn't like the NCAA making it. Of course, yeah. if they made it, then Vandy would be number one. But <laughs> um, besides the point, props hey, they did win SEC Media Days. Yep. Credit to Wayne Stats for um, writing it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what it was. I will say though, we do have a lot of we, we do have a fun set of teams coming the rest of this week though. So obviously yeah. tomorrow's our big twelve preview. I'll lay out the rest of the week for everybody. Thursday, six PM, Arkansas season preview. I know Colin's got I'll call him tie on Arkansas and I'm pretty, and, pretty well Houston. Up there. No, Arkansas and then Houston. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, I think Arkansas Friday, is Friday, Houston. Saturday at noon, NC State. And then Sunday at noon comes the uh, Mountain West preview. Or is it Sunbelt? Mountain West. Oh, Cam, you okay. cannot miss that. You cannot miss I'll be that there. I'll be there for Sunday. We'll I've be yet to miss a Sunday. Yeah. I was going to say, bring your, yeah. bring your fancy bring clothes. Your Sunday best, boys. Bring but your yeah, no, we got to. We got a good week uh, yeah. coming up. Honestly, I'm excited because I think there's a lot of differing opinions on the next three teams that we're going to have before Sunday. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then even going into the next week, we have Michigan State, Pitt, Baylor the first three days. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I'd man. Say, man, we get I'd Oregon, I think, too, next week. That's going to be – I think there's a lot of different – Oregon comes next Friday. Yeah. Um, and oh, then, I, and then, my tone – 
I'm just going to let you guys know, we can talk about this more later. My tone on Oregon has completely shifted compared to what it was in, like, February. If, it, if it's gone up, so is mine because I, I've been looking more and more into them, and I, I'm I'm going – getting higher and higher with Oregon as, as we go. So, Hey, was BYU on that NCAA top? Yeah, They, they were. They were number 22. You and I missed that one, Colin. It. You know, I missed yeah, that one. I, I got to make a TikTok on BYU because BJ's wrong. I'm wrong. Well, I, 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 have not, I, I was impartial. I have one that I made. I don't know if I posted it or not at that time, I, but I, I have one that it. I made. It's sitting in my uh, stuff. So I'm on my I posted well, mine. That's mine, mine, is I'm no gonna do. mine is no so. longer my most viewed <clears> video on TikTok, but it's up there. It was my first one. Yeah, mine's still OSU, which is unfortunate. For Minnesota. Me. <laughs> Minnesota. Hey, BJ. My most you viewed is actually USC, 455. Yeah. Earlier you had mentioned that earlier. number two, but BJ, earlier you had mentioned that a certain phrase gets you more views, right? Uh, I think so. Horns down. Horns <laughs> yeah. down. Horns Let's down see if it gets, works. Horns Let's down see actually if it works. Horns Down actually has more views on TikTok than Horns Up, believe it or not. And I, I imagine I understand why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, right. Horns Down, BJ. Horns down. Anyways. Anyways. That, that rounds out Kentucky today. Um, again, stay tuned. Tomorrow, Big 12 preview. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. It's August, boys. It's time. Like, Let's go. Is here, you know, later this month. So, by the way, happy, happy, happy one year. I think we didn't get to acknowledge. Hey. I think, I think so. July 31st, I think, so. I think last year. So, yeah, it was. So, yeah, one year working with you guys has been days. a blast, but Absolutely, um, man. we are, we're on to new stuff. We, we've done a lot of changes. We found a lot of things that are making this, this work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Thanks yeah, everybody who tunes in. I mean, this is this is a blast. I, I like this almost more than I enjoy the motorsports podcast, but that's just because there's more of us here on a constant basis. Yeah. So it's a good time. Yeah. So let's keep Absolutely. it going and we move forward. Uh a lot of new big things coming for Loudmouth Sports. And yeah, I'm excited. So that being said, we'll see you all tomorrow, Big Twelve.